Today's episode is presented by Clark's. Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that's remained at the heart of what Clark's does. From the very beginning, Clark's has always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are what set Clark's apart. We are teaming up with Clark's and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off on select items, including the iconic Clark's Desert Boot, by going to podgo.co slash Clark's. That's podgo.co slash Clark's. DC, don't do this shit. Please. <laughs> we Jesus don't Christ. need everything. Put that money to it. And don't give it a fucking movie. At least put the shit on the app. The HBO right. Max app. Right. I, like, nobody wants to watch this. I don't want to watch somebody whose power is Red Bull and Viagra. You may fire when ready. podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. How y'all feeling? Happy St. Patrick's Day to ya. Oh, hi. Uh, that took a turn. I regretted doing it immediately, um, but I am celebrating St. Patrick's Day, so I might have We been still love you, Doug. <laughs> I appreciate that. that. Was, I don't know. Um, was I wasn't expecting that welcome either, Marcus. to Season 2, Episode 11, Wild Wild Podcast. We finished up Star Trek movies, and we are now diving into Will Smith movies because we figured you could do actors, too, not just, uh, you know, movie uh, franchises. Uh, my name is Doug Wagner. I'm one of the co-hosts for Films in Black and White. I need to invite my other co-hosts into this particular conversation. I'm going to kick it on down to Mr. Gryffindor himself, Brian Roush. Brian Roush, how you feeling? Yeah. I am feeling great now that I am here today. Today was a busy day full of busy oh, yeah. things, and we had a little pre-production. We had an executives meeting of the podcast, and oh, I got yeah. so much energy from it in like yeah. the past 20 minutes that I am yeah. just like... Everything else is washed away. I'm go. jazzed to be here. That's why you fucking pot. I'm ready to fucking pot. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you can hear, we got to invite our other co-host in this conversation. The one, yeah. the only Marcus J. Destin. Marcus, how you feeling? I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go ahead and get it off my chest now. Please. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Listen, we will not tolerate any forms of hatred, bigotry, racism, violence, anything towards any people of color, towards any non-people of color. Hatred yep. just won't be tolerated, okay? And y'all know how we get down on the podcast. If I'm going to speak up for Black Lives Matter, I am also going to speak up to stop the hate against Asian, American, and sure. um, Pacific, Islander, um, Pacific Islanders, okay? That shit cannot be tolerated today. Today, violence ensued in Atlanta. Eight people died. Six of them were Asian. I believe six of them were women. Yep. That's unfucking acceptable and I don't believe that it's a coincidence um, that this happened while all of this violence towards Asian Americans have been going on within the past month, maybe even longer than that, okay? can't. It's unacceptable and right. it will not be tolerated. So fuck how I'm feeling. Like this, you have to do your part to stand up. You can't stand up for one thing and not stand up for the other thing. So I do want to make sure we go ahead and nip that shit in the bud that that shit is not acceptable here at Films of Black and White. 
for sure. Agreed. Completely agree with you. And I would also say just because some orange dipshit calls it the Wu-Tang flu is an excuse to act out your personal feelings and take your revenge for a global pandemic that had nothing to do with it. So I completely agree. And we don't tolerate that. That, even, that yeah. you didn't even oblige by. You didn't put a mask on. You don't give a fuck about it. You don't wear it. But yeah, you complain about it. And you complained about fucking Dr. Seuss books being canceled. <laughs> and you complained about fucking WAP is bad for the is bad for the kids. And you complain about all this bullshit. But yet you won't speak up about this. Yeah, agree. Doesn't make sense to me. Yep. And I, I think agree. I, I just want to add that a lot of times people see these situations, whether it's a mass shooting or something else similar to like what happened and be like, I don't know what to do. And the, the three keys to success that we talk about at the end here, we're, we're dead serious about reading, like yes. read yeah, absolutely. a book, um, yeah. especially for the AAPI population. If you've heard that term, and you don't know what it is. It means Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. There's a lot of books out there. Google sure. is your friend. Um, and that's how you can help. You can start yeah. reading and giving that community space to also yeah. talk and to yeah. make sure that they are also heard. Yeah. Um, and so I want to make sure to say that as we address this. Oh, Absolutely. last thing. Sorry. Go ahead. Putting a period on. I don't want to follow Brian up because that was perfect. But for my black people, y'all know I'm not the one to speak for every black person ever. I am Marcus. And it just so happens that Marcus is black and I respect my identity. But for those of you that refuse to speak up against this hatred and violence, because you believe that Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders didn't speak up for Black Lives Matter, why should it fucking matter? Yep, okay? It shouldn't matter. Do the shit not as a pissing contest. Do the shit not out of oppression Olympics. Do the shit because it's the right fucking thing to do. Okay. Bottom line. So if you're going to do it, do it out of love. Don't do it because, well, they didn't do it for me, so I'm not going to do it for them. I don't give a fuck, okay? Because it is, I understand Black Lives Matter, regardless of who believes in it or not, does not mean or give me a right to remain silent. Silence is compliance, even for our community. Yep, absolutely. Well said, both of you. I'm not even going to try and back that shit up because y'all just, y'all killed it with that. So I appreciate it, and I 100% agree. Um. Yeah, so we are back. Well, real quick, I'll just cover how I am. I don't need to be invited. I'm just going to do oh, it. Duh. Oh, oh yeah. shit. No, no, you don't uh, need to do it. Sorry, we, I kind of I got buried it. I got buried into the thing. Do that. So duh, no, just... no, no, no. Wait, here we go. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, all right, all right. Doug Wagner, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I feel really good about it. It's been it's been a rough week. I will say this. Mm. All y'all who are like, I can't stand the spring forward. Y'all are forgetting about parents because we fucking <laughs> love the spring forward. If I could do the oh, spring really? forward all the fucking yeah. time, I would. Hey, you have to put your kids to bed an hour earlier. Mm. Fuck yes. They sleep <laughs> in an hour later. Fuck yes. Every single time. Every single time I'm here for that shit. Um, am I a little tired because of the spring forward? Yeah, that's fine. But I also get a little bit more of like, hey, Britt, what do you want to watch on Netflix? Instead of like, I got to watch Big Hero 6 for the 12th time. Um, by the a way, good movie. I don't know why you're complaining it's good, about It's that. good, but it's I good. feel like I know it. But after the fifth time, it's probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've watched Moana and Big Hero 6 so many times. Yeah. I can't yeah. tell you. Yeah, yeah. I will also say that um, I feel a little bit like today, like the Lego people being dealing with the micromanagers in uh, the Lego. 
that's for an entirely different reason um, that I will not go into. So funny. Um, okay, great. Gentlemen, before we get started into catch that quotable, I need oh, to give yeah. two shout outs. The first shout out I need to give is I need to give a shout out to Stephanie Williams. One, not only for being just an outstanding guest on last week's episode, which oh, yeah. you can listen to, but she is officially a Patreon supporter of films in black and white, wow. which I God really, really, nice. really appreciate. So Thank wow. you so much for your support. We love you. We appreciate Hell yeah. you. You are welcome. And congratulations on your news too, Stephanie. Yeah, that she dropped to us. Hold on, wait. I just want to let everybody know that before she left the podcast, <laughs> we, we was already hip and we been knew what she was about to do that's, that's over there accurate. at DC. And she playing both sides, you know what I'm saying? As yeah. a intelligent black woman should, you know what I mean? You, yep. you play that role. For, you play that. For sure. So just want to oh, say man. thank you. Also wanted to say, give a shout out to a former uh, Films of Black and White guest, Charlie Jewell. He guessed our quote for Cash That's That right. Quotable for our community this oh, week fuck. correctly. Um, so up, he commented on our Twitter po post. So Charlie, although I haven't actually been able to have a conversation <laughs> you with know you. You know what? Yeah, we got to get him back. That's when I died. Um, I really appreciate you all coming on and you supporting us that way as well. So um, big thank you to all those folks um, just across the board. But oh, gentlemen, wait, go wait. ahead. Before we get into it, you know, and I hate cutting Doug off, but I do it all the time. <laughs> but fine. here's the thing. Before we get to the, a lot of y'all don't make it to the end. So while you're here in the beginning, here's what I want to say. Yeah. Sign up for the Patreon. Do it. Patreon is getting some, some fire content. Okay. It this really episode is. ain't even going to be that long because we're diving right into the fire content. Okay. That's There's a right. reason Stephanie Williams signed up for the Patreon because she got the inside scoop on some of the shit that we're it's doing true. behind the scenes. Yeah. I'll announce it right now. You're going to be getting some bonus content on some dope ass shit from films in black and white. And dope ass dad shit. Dope ass dad shit. And it is called <laughs> I I'm your daddy. That's right. Follows Brian Roush and Doug Wagner That's as right. they maneuver fatherhood and we discuss and dive deeper into how they watch movies with their kids and That's what true. this looks like as fathers, you know what For I mean? Sure. For sure, uh, for it's, sure. It's going to be a blast. And there's some other shit coming on the way. CW TV show reviews or whatever the fuck Marcus decides to snap on. And Brian's <laughs> going to be there. And Doug Damn. is going to be there. You may see all three of us. You may see one. You may see two. You may, you know what I mean? That's yeah. how we get down. Yeah. 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 But then sign we got that. The motherfucking Patreon. That's absolutely, absolutely accurate. So Woo! sign up for there. Um, the cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Absolutely 100% accurate. I'm about to bust. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, we can't go down that road. We can't, we can't go back. We can't do that. Gentlemen, we have to get to catch that quotable before we giggle ourselves to death. Um, Marcus, you yeah. are in charge of the leaderboard. Um, there's oh, yeah. nobody, and there's nobody's birthday. There ain't nobody's special occasion. <laughs> we don't need to play. We don't need to do rock, paper, scissors to yeah. figure this shit out. Um, Marcus, who do you want to have go first for catch that quotable this week? I mean, shit, what, 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 what man going to do with all his power? Listen, I'm going to have Doug Wagner go okay. first. I love it. Okay. It wouldn't be like just a bitch move if I was like, actually, I want Brian to go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Are you all ready? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Ready, so Freddy. my quote is a conversation between two people, mm. and I'm going to eliminate the name in one just to kind of make sure, oh, so boy. I'm going to read it. So it's a, it's a two lines and it's a conversation between two people. So here we okay. go. <clears throat> what happened to your nose? Somebody slammed a bedroom window on it. 
Nope. Your wife got excited. She crossed her legs a little too quick. You understand what I mean, pal? Oh, okay. What happened to your nose? Somebody slammed a bedroom window on it. Oh, geez. Nope. Your wife got excited. She crossed her legs a little too quick. You understand what I mean, pal? The first thing I thought this was, was this movie Penelope until you said the second line. Okay. Does anybody remember that movie? There was the one where she had like a, a disfigured nose or it was a pink nose or something like that. I do, do not. I don't do that. not well, all right, recall that mind. movie. All right. Never mind that one. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um... Oh man, I mean, I'll definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just googled that movie and yeah, I said, <laughs> like I thought Marcus was like just just like, just saying things. No, that's literally like the plot of this movie. Like it's oh it's, shit. It's... I remember the commercial and I remember saying at a young age, I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> yeah, like literally the first thing in this Wikipedia summary is born with snout of a pig okay yeah marcus like called it okay sorry i didn't <laughs> use any of my thinking time for this movie we're back to doug's quote i'm yep. gonna slam that hint button okay okay <laughs> your hint button is jack i don't know i'm gonna go for it marcus okay. yeah I, sure. I, is this reservoir dogs brian it is not reservoir right. dogs oh shit jack mm-hmm. i don't know so i'm just gonna say is this batman it's not Batman, but you're close. Well, not really. You're close because you got somebody in it. This is the movie Chinatown with Jack Nicholson and Faye okay. Dunaway from 1973. Oh, geez. Did not know yep. That yep. I no. wanted to throw it back to a classic um, because I don't I we don't do that en- enough. So I just threw it back yeah. to 1973. Right uh, great movie. Um, if you're into like the detective, like film noir movies, this one kicked it off from the jump. And- OK, that was a good quote. That was a good movie quote. Doug. I like yep. that. All right, Marcus, who's going next? All right, I'll have Brian go next. All right, Brian. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Okay. I am prepared this week. Yeah. Um, We look prepared. Oh, boy. I'm going to, I was going to read the whole thing. I'm going to cut it down a little bit. All right. Here we go. Look at it. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity, man. Let me go out there and let me get one wave, just one wave before you take me in. Oh, shit. I'll do it one more time here. Look at it. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity, man. Let me go out there and let me get one wave, just one wave before you take me in. Is this, is it Into the Blue? I can't remember the one with Jessica Alba. That's um, a shark which, movie where her and like Tom. No, but she's a surfer though. Right. Okay. That's right. right. Is it, is it Into the Blue? I can't, I, it's something, something's blue. I mean, or, you know, or it's Fantastic Four. And you know what? Actually, but it's not that. Well, now you're on the Jessica Alba train. I <laughs> think it might be like for some reason I'm thinking the Rocketeer because they oh, has to be put on the helmet. He's going out and getting away from the crowd, but I'm not sure. Oh, you're diving deep into I'm it. I'm kind of going. You know really what? I'm skipping it. a hint for me. I'm oh, going to wow. say, is this Into the Blue, Brian? It is not Into the Blue. Ah, fuck. And and Brian, I am not confident <laughs> enough to know. So can I slam my hit button? The, yeah, the the hint button is oh God. Yeah, the hint button's Gary Busey. The hint button's Gary Busey. That's a hell of a hint button. Holy fuck. What the <laughs> fuck is Gary Busey in? Um, is this point break, Brian? 
It is. Congratulations. Oh, wow. Should have waited for the hit. All right. Point three. Patrick Swayze. I just woke up all the children in my house with this. I was fucking (laughs) Keanu Reeves and Gary Busey plays the stable FBI agent. That's right. I knew he was in that. So it was kind of a, it was the only like Gary Busey movie I could remember. So. Is this a surfing movie? It It is. is. Like, that's what I meant to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm glad you brought that up. This is a surfing movie. So when you were like, it's a surf. I was like, okay. oh, he's going to dial in on okay. it. And then you're like, okay. no hint. And I was like, okay. Oh, fuck. I got too cocky. My bad. It's all right. It's all right. All, all right, right Marcus. Take us My home. <clears throat> People used to think that I was a monster for a long time. And I believed them. But after a while, you learn to ignore the names that people call you and just trust who you are. People used to think that I was a monster for a long time. I believed them. But after a while, you learn to ignore the names that people call you, and you just trust who you are. Every week, <laughs> every week we do this shit where he brings something like this into here, and it's something like super serious, and I can't even begin to place it. I've given Nicolas Cage quotes for this particular activity, and I can't place this at all. I want to say, and the problem is, is that like, I keep thinking it's like a civil rights movie and I don't know why. That's just my knee jerk. So I'm like, oh, is this Malcolm? I'm black? You know why? It's because I'm black. Is this Malcolm X? Like, I don't know. It's because I'm black. Stop doing that shit. <laughs> Brian's like, really, Doug? You don't know why? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you got to sign up for the Patreon to see the face I made because I, I didn't even know how to say <laughs> right. it. I, right. Like, I was like, hey, like, man. Mm, you don't know uh, why? Anyway, all right. Uh, what what's what's our hint, Marcus? Yeah. Your hint is three. Hint is three. Three. Uh, oh man. Three. Yeah. Three. That number. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to guess. <laughs> is this is this yeah bad boys for life it is not it's the third bad boys movie that's why uh, yes yeah i don't think I'll, i will ever that. quote that movie yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> right. don't tell me yeah all right anyway all right all right, all right. If, in case you didn't know that's the third bad boys movie just in case anybody um, needs to know i i Honestly, I'm up a creek on this one. Um, yeah. The the hint does not help. I'm gonna chunk it. This isn't Ang Lee's Hulk, right? Oh fuck! No, it's it's okay. not. But that's a good movie to rewatch right. just for All bad right. movie purposes. Oh my um, gosh. this movie, gentlemen, Shrek the Third from Oh my god! Oh, you Shreked us? Yeah, I Shreked you. I Shreked. Oh my I Shreked. Took us to the swamp. You. Yeah. Wow. Well, All right. Well, I I I don't think I've seen. I have seen the third one. I've seen the third one once, and there's no way I would have pulled that quote out. It's just called Shrek the Third, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because that's when he becomes a king, or yeah, he he's human and he's got yeah. Yep. All right. Well, wow. That's a good quote, Marcus. Because thank you. I mean, you you, you all had such great quotes with the ogre and the onions and the layers. It's all coming back to me. There you go. 
Yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, I managed to even the score. So as we go into next week, Marcus and I are now tied. So you get another round of you can't see us play it, but you know we're playing rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> ASMR, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> ASMR, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> we could also decide this before we record, too. I mean, we, I mean, we, we could, could. But what's but... the fun in that? I would rather. We love, the, just, di- we love the dead space in a podcast. You know, you know what? what I, 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 like... Brian, I want your Cullen color commentary on this and i mean i'm happy to do that that. like now it's like y'all need to do like remote boat races and i'll just narrate that (laughs) and you like have marble races No, Stuart no. Little. That, that, that oh, automatically man. reminded me of Stuart Little. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. Okay. Stuart Little. I like it. I get it. Um, all right. Well, <clears throat> we want to dive into some news this week um, to try to give everybody just a quick update on everything that's coming out of Hollywood. Uh, Brian, why don't you kick us off with your first piece of news for this week? So what do you got? All right. Um, I am going to lead with something that I – like it's bizarre um it's okay. not my usual roundhouse uh okay. my wheelhouse as it were uh roadhouse since we talked about patrick swayze roadhouse. but all right i'm getting to it now warner brothers has announced a new movie coming to the dc universe called uh, our man yeah. Yeah. Nope. yeah nobody gives a fuck so that marcus <laughs> has the headline right there yeah no one really i don't think i know a lot of people that care about our man but here are the details we don't have a lot of them uh, I picked this up from io9 uh, writer Rob Bricken. If, you ha- if you're not reading his stuff, check it out. He is a fantastic writer. Uh, I enjoy his work. So essentially, uh, there's no details other than that. The studio um, is co-producing with Chernin Entertainment and they made Planet of the they made the Planet of the Apes trilogy. So there's that's kind of where the, 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 the credit okay. is of how they're probably getting this off the ground um okay if you don't know our man that's okay his power it of course he's been around for a while by the way he was before like crisis oh sure um infinite Cri- like uh, mm-hmm. crisis on infinite earths there we go um and so basically his main power is that he touches a substance from an hourglass and he mm-hmm. he can see he can see one hour <laughs> into, the, yeah. into the future and then when it runs out he like he comes He's back done. to real time. Okay, so his, that's his, it. That's the power. His, his the descri- on Wikipedia the description of his powers are use of miraculo pill grants, yep. uh, whatever that is. Yep. And then it. superhuman yep. strength, speed, stamina, and durability, night vision, and he can survive underwater for an hour. So, so his, all, all for an hour. So his power Just, is Viagra for an hour. I mean, like that's it, basically. Yeah. Um, there's nice. not only he doesn't have to wait an hour before go at swimming after eating. He just <laughs> gets it. right in and nothing can fucking happens. See to in the future and knows that's a bad idea, but only for an hour, mind right, you. Right. Uh, the only other thing I'll add here is that uh, Rob Bricken has compiled some other stuff here that uh, our man has showed up in the CW universe. He showed up in a Legends of Tomorrow episode. He's showed up in Star Girl, but he had like our man has not been really present in either of those. He's just been in the background um Dwayne Johnson has made a hint when he's been talking about Black Adam that the Justice Society of America might make his make that debut in his movie and our man might be a part of that so we might see I mean, him does he have a villain uh, I mean is his villain just 24 hour 24 hour man like is that I, I just mean, what it two is our man like you can see two hour. i don't know right in any oh, case jesus dc b and dc uh they yeah they're gonna try to make an hour man movie and that's that's All my right. piece of news i'll say it dc don't do this shit 
Please. <laughs> we Jesus don't Christ. need everything. Put that money to it. And don't give it a fucking movie. At least put the shit on <laughs> the app. The HBO right. Max app. Right. I, like, nobody wants to watch this. I don't want to watch somebody whose power is Red Bull and Viagra. Like, I just... It's, he's, there's a reason he's a background character. is because... He, it's not going to hold people's attention. Like, what made you pick? Not for more than an hour. We're going to have one hour jokes all this, through this I entire this. news. Business. I could do this for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is some premium dad jokes. Could you content. imagine Captain America being like, I could do this all day, and this guy's like, I could do it for about an hour. I got about an hour. I got about one an hour. hour. And I need magic pills. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. All you right, know where well. he gets his photos developed? One hour <laughs> photo. <laughs> all right. That's what I got. That, that that's that's Here's the other literally thing. nothing else here. What did he do for the rest of that fucking time though? <laughs> After like, an hour, yeah. and um, when it hits an hour and home. one minute, what yeah, the fuck does he do? Like, hey, whoa, 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 pause. Like, like oh, I'll, I'll, I'll holler at you later. I, I, guys, I don't know. I gotta go home. Like, <laughs> like, all right. This next, next. Here's the other. Here's what I'll say though. If anybody wants to accuse DC of like stop rolling out these obscure superheroes, Marvel has just as many of them, and they're just not gonna put them, give them the full length feature feature. So like, just just realize that everybody has their B squad and. They're going to show up at some point in time. Well, DC's <laughs> putting fucking Polka Dot Man in the new like, right, Suicide yeah. Squad. So, I but, mean, like, who knows? Okay. I mean, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Fine. Marcus, what do you have for your first piece of news? Here's what I'll have for my first piece of news. Okay. Um, actually, I don't really fucking know. I'm, I've been really diving into the Snyder Cut. This is okay. what I'll say. Yeah. I've been diving into the Snyder Cut. I've been watching. I've been catching up on all the movies that kind of lead up to this. So really everything else is really all the movie news is revolving around the Snyder Cut. It's currently sure. sitting at 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. Lots of good reviews. Of course, you get those sprinkles of people who just don't get it and never really gave a fuck from the jump. So they're just like, hey, it's just like another movie and it's four hours long and that's too long. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know Snyder had a shutdown. He was supposed to do this live action, oh, you know, yeah. watch him like a premiere or something virtually, yeah. but it never happened because it got shut down and something was like, you know, technology was technologizing. So, um, uh, yeah. Um, so that basically happened with that. But in all of that, here's what I found out that um, Disney is doing a new Monsters Inc. movie and sure. it's called Monsters at Work. Um, they're, mm. it's going to be on Disney plus and it says things are about to get scary, funny. Um, and everybody's coming back pretty much. It's like the original cast with Scully and Mike. Oh, cool. Um, and it'll be an original. Oh, it starts streaming the original series, July 2nd oh, fun. on Disney plus. Oh. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So not a lot. So I just said all that to say it is what it is. Like, okay, that's something cool. Disney plus seems to be really like um using their platform to the fullest extent i mean falcon and the winter soldier comes out this weekend um, and yep. then you have this so disney is i think they're going to figure out their stride and their formula between what's on the big screen and what's going on disney plus and that'll kind of tie into the other piece of news i have later about black widow fantastic no that's oh, yeah. that's really cool um my and i like that we're getting more of those characters too like because i yeah. think again 
we can save this for the the bonus content sign up for the patreon but i know that just for me like those characters were so much fun even when those movies first came out and even with like monsters you those characters are fun so to get more of them yeah. in a shorter time frame and a little bit more digestible is kind of neat so i actually That's am true. absolutely here for it so I mean, um, just looking at the real quick just looking at the voice cast for this you have ben feldman from superstore henry winkler from barry who is the fonts also yeah but uh you you also have aisha tyler here too rounding out the supporting cast like john ratzenberger is probably going to show up too yeah um, oh no he's confirmed he's confirmed john ratzenberger is going to be in this so there's going to be a lot of All good vocal talent yeah here. for sure yeah it's going to be really cool yeah Awesome. That's super fun. Um, my piece of news I got from Screen Rant this week, um, and it is covering uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Now, anytime that these movies are scheduled to come out and we're a few weeks out, usually Funko uh, releases their um, their pop figurines. And sometimes you can glean some information about the movie um, from what they release. Well, they released their design for Mecha Godzilla. And that has now gone live online. So this basically confirms that Mechagodzilla will, in fact, be in the movie, um, kind of confirming some speculation. There were people who were able to stop the trailer at a certain part, and you could see, like, big yeah. robotic legs in the background, or there was always <clears throat> that shot of, like, people running down the subway, and they're like, oh, look, see the red eyes in the background? Like, that's Mechagodzilla. So, um, and in previous... Um, kaiju movies um mecha godzilla oftentimes poses as godzilla so it could be that the fight is not actually godzilla versus kong but mecha godzilla versus kong the other thing that's pretty interesting about this is that um collider <coughs> did a set visit of this particular movie and it is confirmed and they were able to confirm that mecha Ghidorah will be in the movie as well God, so this movie is being billed as Godzilla versus Kong. But for many of you who thought like, oh man, watching a monkey and a giant, a giant monkey and a giant lizard duke it out isn't compelling enough. I think, and what will more than likely happen is these two are going to team up after they like they're going to be in the middle of fighting one another and oh, something totally. else is going to shut up and they're going to basically team up team to up. fight it and then go their separate ways but that it's super sense. cool because it's i think it's the the thing that i think has always been fun about these like monster verse and these and these original japanese kaiju films is that it's right. always how mankind manages to just fuck this shit up like and it's basically <laughs> like they screw up mother nature by making a mechanical version of an ancient beast right. um and that's why things go south so i'm kind of interested to see the modern day version of that because i really liked king of the monsters like i thought it was a lot of fun and i thought it was really good so i'm just excited to get more of this like it's going to be interesting for sure who do you think is going to fall because if 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 i know that that is the that seems to be the tagline one yep. will fall and that can always mean anything it means right. the mecha godzilla will fall or sure. the other mech will fall but in if if you really had to make a decision between Godzilla and King Kong, and not for the sake of the within the universe, but for the sake of making money and the continuation of these movies, who do you think that they let that they kill off? Now, my personal opinion would be Kong. I think that you can make more Godzilla movies or, okay, so I'll say you can make more Godzilla movies and then you can't make as many Kong movies that are as interesting. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Or I could be wrong and it'd be the opposite where it's, you can make more Kong Kong movies because you've made enough Godzilla movies. Like, so sure. I don't know, but I think Kong is the easily 
the one that you can kill off probably easier in my right. <laughs> I, and here's what I'll also say to kind of back that up is that the director has said there will be a clear winner and there will be a clear loser. So he has said, wow, someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. And it's going to be really clear who it was. It's going to be Kong. because he was I think, cheating. I think to your point, Marcus, I think from a film standpoint, I think there is so much more source material to go to with Godzilla than there is necessarily with Kong. Like King Kong has was a classic because of the original black and white film. Um, and ever since then, he sort of kept coming back. But um, I think that there's more source material. So I think whatever direction it goes, it's going to be indicative of where WB wants to go with the movie that they do. Like, do they want to create more of a rich backstory for King Kong? Or do they want to tap into the nostalgia that is Godzilla for people who grow up or who are super in to the Japanese movies? I think, I don't know who it's going to be. I just think for us as an audience and maybe us as sort of film reviewers, critics, I think we're going to get a little bit of a clearer picture on who, sure. where they're going from there. So like that's it. my piece of news. I, like I, I think what's fascinating about this, and, and this is, I, if you follow me on TikTok, I've also talked about this Ooh. too. Ooh. Uh, at Rogue Roush. Um, and I've talked a little bit about this of like people like for folks that make movies are trying to get in front of mm -hmm. some of the things that they're talking about. Right. Like, I think it's wild that a, like, a, like the folks making it was like, there's going to be a clear winner. We promise there's going to mm -hmm. be. A, right. I know it's part yeah. of the promotional campaign, but I also know there's this underlying thing of like, okay, fanboys, look, it's, it's not going to be this like, yeah. Oh no, an alien came and then stuff happens yeah. or whatever. And you know, like we don't have a clear winner. Like, I feel like that's what they're trying to get ahead of. I also think it's really funny. So you were talking about like the Funko Pops, me, a, a Funko Pop lover. I immediately Googled it and I was doing my own research. Funny thing to me. So it was on <laughs> Bloody Disgusting was the first link that popped up. Yeah. It was like spoilers, Funko Pop toys. And I'm like, are you, right. are you for real right now? So right. like they're classifying the Mecha Godzilla as a spoiler, which yeah. I do not feel like is a spoiler but i'm also not invested at all in godzilla or kong at all i still need to watch the godzilla movies before we review godzilla versus yeah. kong like yeah. just as a starting point here i have no monster in this fight um but i'm excited to see how they're putting all this stuff together like if they're sure. just gonna go full like it's just a bunch of monsters and they're fighting like just just go I mean, with it basically which i'm totally cool with by the That's way fun. i always enjoy the undercurrent of godzilla of like that is how that like the origin of Godzilla is Japan figuring out how they dealt with all of the fallout um, mm -hmm. from the atomic bombs and how they figured it out, how they moved forward as a society. And this was part of that processing. Yeah. Um, and so I hope there's an undercurrent there. Like I hope I, I'm excited mm -hmm. to see how that goes. Um, again, I still need to watch the first two. So there's probably people listening to this. You can, at me you can skip like, the first one. Those. I don't think they are. Um, I don't think they're that connected. If anything, Godzilla oh, King of the Monsters seems to be the one that you could watch. You should watch yeah. that one first and calm. If you're on a time crunch, Brian, just watch King of the Monsters. What's funny is like yeah. people have also told me like the 20, oh my gosh, the, the first one with Elizabeth Olsen is that like people, I've heard a lot of good praise for that one. So that, I'm one, excited. Was, that one was really good. And it, was it was good. Reasoning. It was the reasoning that, that so many sequels and Kong got connected yeah. to it. But I don't think you it's not like the Snyder Cut where we have to watch one and then, you know what I mean? Like, it's right. not one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and they I do a good job of and they do a good job of recapping that first one towards the beginning of the second. Sure. One. 
They do a sure. good job of recapping it. So if anything, Brian, I would watch Kong Skull <laughs> Island, then King of the Monsters, then Godzilla versus Kong is how I would Well, do it. I'm already there. I've watched Kong. I yeah. very much enjoyed Kong. Um, I, I don't know if that tells you anything about me, but I very much enjoyed Kong. So um, yeah, awesome. I'm excited to see what this movie turns out to be. Yeah, I, I think either way, it's going to be it's going to be fun. And I, I do ever since Paul Bettany trolled all of us with his reveal of like, surprise, the actor's just me. Like well I'm secret. Anytime anybody's like hyping up a movie, I'm like, okay, there's a clear winner and a clear loser. <laughs> so the clear loser is oh. going to be all of us looking for a clear winner. Uh, Marvel so, the clear winner is going to be like humanity. Yeah, yeah. Like the clear loser is y'all dumbasses thinking that there was going to be a clear winner or a clear right. loser. So we want to sell more tickets. I think yeah. it's good that we get into this conversation too, right? Oh, sure. If I don't have a second news. One of the things I think is like too many spoilers. I do oh, want to sure. get back to the point where oh, like, yeah. the internet's the internet. Everybody has a phone. It's easy to find out things and snoop and hack and whatever. Mm -hmm. But I do like one of the things with the Snyder cut and, and I'll, I don't want to get on this high horse, but too much was being released. It sure. just felt like it was like a lot. And WandaVision, too much was being released. You didn't get to enjoy it. And everybody's like has their own theories and it's ruining, it's ruining that moment where it's like, oh, okay, aha, like that. I feel a satisfied ending. Like if we didn't know about the theories of WandaVision, I believe that the ending would have been satisfactory if we just watched it sure. without diving deep into sure. what we wanted it to be. I and the Snyder Cut is too many, showing us too many pictures background video like this is going to happen and and i feel like it's going to ruin the experience of then everybody's like in me included oh the cgi looks bad in this photo and da 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 da, da and it throws yeah, you been, off like yeah what about experiencing a movie as it is you know what i mean and then just taking it as let us develop the universe and you just enjoy it instead of it trying to be you want to develop a universe and expect us just to listen like shut the fuck up and make it that's and not i think anymore and I think to your point, Marcus, is that it's pretty clear that people are like that directors and even actors are starting to lean into this because news is coming that that phrase, we live in a society that Jared Leto says isn't in the fucking movie. Yeah. So right. people are showing up and watching this teaser to get them jacked to go and watch the movie. Mm -hmm. It's clearly like this is going to pump the fans up and they're going to watch it. And it's not even in there. Doesn't like, even fit in there. Right. And it, and that's the thing. I'm not mad it's not in there. I just think it's a commentary on the point you're making of like, at some point in time, they know that getting more likes, getting more shares, getting more follows, getting more people to see their content on social is going to drive up the popularity of their movies and get people get that hype train rolling. But sometimes that hype train has a sword that cuts the other way too. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't? Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and I think what's interesting to put in this conversation too is like I think we also marvel. Mar- <laughs> we marvel, I th- marvel. I think the thesis of my statement, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, Marvel set the tone for a lot of these modern mm-hmm. blockbusters now mm-hmm. or franchises, I guess is maybe the best way to put it. Sure. Of like they created this environment of like, look for this clue or look for that. And it might relate to the next mm-hmm. thing or whatever, yeah. or maybe even a later plot point. And I think that works for something like Marvel where we have a ton of this stuff. We've got 50, 60 years of backlog issues that we can pull from. And there's just some bizarre stuff. There's some cool stuff and there's some very bad stuff. Uh, But I think like Marvel, the MCU specifically has trained us as fans or even as critics to like get to this point of like, okay, what's the next thing? And um, Marcus, it's exactly to your point of like, we had a ton of fun with these theories but WandaVision at the end of the day, right? It was it was Wanda's journey. And so like for the folks who are like, I think it's just all Wanda. Like, and I even dismissed it myself. And I talk about that on the WandaVision podcast um, that we that we did last week. It, it, it's about being a part of the story that's in front of you. And I think that's a great yeah. point, Marcus, that sometimes you do need to remove that filter and just enjoy what's in front of you and enjoy mm-hmm. it for what yeah. it is. And then maybe apply that lens later. But with WandaVision so many things happen so fast and I think oh, for sure the other thing about it was that Marvel just generated their own hype like they didn't mm-hmm. care if we thought AIM is working with Mephisto who's working with Nightmare right. they didn't care we kept talking about it on Twitter and, and and all social media platforms and they I that I think also played into that and we'll see what happens with Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah I don't think it's going to be as much of a mystery box thing I think it's going to be more of like lethal weapon based on what I've seen so sure. yeah um, but that's a yeah. great point, Marcus, and I wanted to share that. Thank you. Sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. It was a good conversation. Yeah. Brian, what's your uh, second piece of news for us? My second piece of news is talking about Venom, the sequel to Venom. I want to make sure I get the title right here because uh, all yeah. I say is, is Woody Harrelson. It's the Woody Harrelson one. Um, uh, be carnage. <laughs> I apologize. Yes. Venom, Let There Be Carnage is the official title. <laughs> Um, they have delayed the release of this. Uh, so it was officially Venom. The Venom sequel was supposed to come out June 25th. They have delayed it until September 17th. Not a whole lot of information at the moment with this, but it looks like, again, some studios. So this is uh, this is Sony. Uh, Sony has the rights to the Spider-Man characters. They Sony is making that decision to delay this movie until the fall. That is That is the big news here. Yeah. Well, they had to get off of that. Uh, they had to get off of that Fantastic Four spot. That I think it would the original slated movie time was the release the date fast, was the Fast Nine spot or the Fast Nines. I think oh, they pushed Fast yeah. Nine to that yeah. spot. So then Got they it. had to push um, Venom um, to the next thing. My worry okay. about Venom is we're too far out from the original for people to give a damn. So if you don't yeah. execute on the highest of levels, you might have missed because Venom I think made them a lot more money. Than they thought it was. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was kind of lambasted on like the reviews and stuff. Said it was terrible, but it still made like eight hundred and twenty nine million dollars or something insane like that. Oh my so gosh, it, it was, was still that... a huge hit. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. and that I mean, it probably what was like a hundred, maybe a hundred fifty million for them to make. So they, I yeah. mean, they th- that was banging for Got them because it, it was, uh, and you sure. can kind of tell as a watcher or viewer, it was promoted on every streaming, like on my Roku. 
or mm-hmm. anything. It was always promoted stream Venom right now, even long after the release was over. Yeah. So either they were trying to re-up on the money that they made, trying to make sure they get those streams, or the movie did well enough that, hey, don't forget this movie. that Because it is one of those movies that, oh, I'm not going to catch that as soon as it comes out. But you'll watch it later at home, and you're kind of like, hey, this wasn't, this wasn't like that bad. It was like a good film. It was it was a good flick, but I yeah. haven't heard anything from Let There Be Carnage. No pictures, no yeah. behind the scenes, no nothing. I mean, yeah. I I think the only I'm looking here on Google, and it's like we have a really awkward picture of Woody Harrelson and what looks like a very bad red wig. Uh, please do yep. this wherever you are. Uh, and then that's about it. It's like in a dark parking lot. It's very strange, Marcus. To confirm, yes, they did move the Fast and Furious F nine F nine. They're calling it F nine. I'm F- sorry, I just read that. I'm sorry. Yeah, hit F nine for more options. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, Oh my gosh, please, like Universal, yeah, just, please hire us. We will come up with a better yeah. name than F9. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm sorry. I'm Nine. getting the giggles looking at this Nine. right now. Nine. Like, Nine. Um, in any case, yes, you're absolutely yeah. right, Marcus. They moved, they moved uh <laughs> Fast and Furious. <laughs> to there and then they're moving venom in september so right. <laughs> i'm sorry f f9 like <laughs> sunk me yeah. i'm sorry yeah. like i'm yeah. sorry it's I, okay I, I appreciate everyone listening at home as i work through this news that it's called f9 yeah it sounds like a it sounds like a, a movie about a really big tornado that's all it is uh yeah so basically my last thing here is that venom then has space between the suicide squad which is set to release on august 6th and then dune which is coming out on october 1st so oh, it sure. looks like it's going to try to fill that space that was my last that's piece great. of analysis here i'm getting this from variety.com um the only other thing i want to say about venom is that it feels like somebody saw the first spider-man and first x-men movie in the early 2000s and they're like okay but but what if it was r-rated with venom and that it's like this weird 2000s vibe like early 2000s with venom so i'm curious what a sequel looks like is it like a Spider-Man 2 or an X-Men 2 vibe, which I would totally be cool with. I love both of those movies. So yeah. Yeah. that's it. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Marcus, you said you did not have yeah. a second piece of news. <laughs> no, correct? I said I, I had a second. No, I got okay. a second. All right. Oh, I, I thought you said you didn't. Oh, I no, I said I got I was willing to object my second one to have that, that previous conversation. No, okay. um, but I do have a second, second one. piece of news, sir. Um, So Marvel has done it again. Okay. Facing an unpredictable foe. Um. Black Widow is having some issues and nobody really seems to know what the fuck is going on. Um, Not even Disney CEO Bob Chapek. Okay. So what's happening here? I'm going to read it. And this is from comicbook.com. The pandemic really changed the fate of, of, of what happened with a lot of movies. So all of a sudden movie theaters weren't open. Then all of a sudden the certain governors just started opening shit up and was just like, Hey, no, we're open for business. Yep. Yes, and South Dakota. So, well, see Texas and Mississippi. Um, so apparently he said it's going to be a last minute decision Same on time. like the delay, depending on how the theatrical the theatrical landscape looks in May. Um, and when the movie is currently scheduled to finally make its way to the big screen, they're really trying to make sure that they push Black Widow on the big screen. 
And then he said the movie is going to be in theaters, at least as far as we know. The question really is whether it will be only in theaters or whether it will come to Disney Plus or some other platform at the same time. Of course, there's always the possibility that the movie could be once again delayed to accommodate a theatrical exclusive release date down the, down the line. I so, think that's, I mean, I great. I'm glad that you're making it a game time decision. Right. Don't delay it again. Nobody, and I, and I say this and I, and I realize I might offend some folks when I say this. I don't think that we, and I'll speak for myself. You didn't ask Marvel, for this shit. I don't think for myself as a Marvel fan, I'm invested enough in what's going on in this particular story based on what I've seen and what I've heard to be willing to say, to wait another three months after that. You know what I mean? Like if you're waiting till August, like, okay, great. I'm glad you're waiting. I'm glad you want to give her her due, especially after Josh Whedon probably fucked her over in all the things that he did. I get you trying (laughs) to make up for some past transgressions maybe with this, but don't like, don't delay it just do both we've told you that from the get-go just do both and then we can just all move on yeah yeah just disney i'm with doug on this one i know this was my news but i'm with doug i'm not as invested it wasn't one of those movies that i asked for from the beginning i didn't really care about the black widow story especially when you killed her first like if you would have dropped this before in game or before infinity war or something maybe i would have been a little bit more invested but there has to be a big piece of news to what's next for them mm-hmm. to be waiting this long that's the only thing i can think of and the other reason why i say is don't wait is falcon and the winter soldier i believe they've said is seven episodes like it's shorter than wandavision it's oh, like man. six or seven this yeah. will feed right up until may 1st if you delay it you're missing an opportunity that's like true. plain and simple like you, if you, if you push this and you go like, well, we're just going to wait until August. That's then I'm from a finite, from, a, from an economic stand, from a game plan, strategic standpoint, that's a gap where people aren't talking about your product. So just let it release in May. And instead of having a two month gap, give yourself a two week gap and just do both. I, I think what's fascinating here, there's a lot of things to pick up and I'm so happy you brought this Marcus because mm-hmm. so I, I just I just checked. It looks like right now Falcon and Winter Soldier is six episodes, which would put it releasing its last episode on April 23rd. So it's like it's still in that window that you're talking about, Doug, because mm-hmm. I think the release is still May 7th. Mm-hmm. So, yep, it is very clear, at least to me, they don't want Black Widow on like Disney Plus Mm-mm. streaming premiere because if if they were going to do that, they would have already done, done it. Already. They would have hit that Thanksgiving window that we had a few months ago mm-hmm. and, and they would have called it a day. And I, I feel like I feel like there's something else at, at play here. Obviously, with Disney, it's a big corporation. I think there's two things with it. One is story and one is business. I think the first is Disney parks are hurting financially mm-hmm. and they're just starting to get rolling it was released today that disneyland will yep. be opening up soon i don't have that official date i think I'm it's like gonna... april to be honest yeah thank you thank you so i didn't have to like break my flow mm-hmm. here and i think that they're hurting from the parks and i'm not saying like one movie is gonna save their entire like bottom line but mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. they can pump this movie up to try to at least turn out a billion or 500 million dollars that is going to help them so much when they get to the end of this year from the losses that they had that's the business and financial perspective they really want that theater money Mm -hmm. on the other hand i think 
so Black Widow was supposed to come out. It was supposed to be Black Widow, then Falcon and Winter Soldier, then WandaVision. WandaVision. And so I think I think something weird is yeah. going to happen with the story where yeah. we're going to see those other like Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision in different light. Because my guess, if I if I was a betting man, lady, they don't, they don't, at they home don't. Go on. Or wherever I'll listening. take that bet. Go on, Brian. Wherever you're listening, people at home, my bet is that they're this Black Widow movie has some pretty large implications for the rest of the universe, whether it's an Probably. after credits scene, whether it is, I'm waiting for like this kind of weird retroactive continuity where Natasha discovers something that is either the big bad for the next set of movies or mm -hmm. it sets off basically something. And I mean, I've, th I've thought about everything from like, she has a clone to Florence Pugh taking the mantle of Black Widow. Mm -hmm. But that's my guess is that they want to make this reveal like it's as a, big a, as possible. And I think you do that in a theater. Um, yeah. Or so could, those are or, like my two thoughts right now of why they keep doing this. Yeah, I completely agree. Or I mean, Brian, they kind of hinted at the fact that, you know, it's especially with hinting that Monica Rambeau could go back to space and looking right. at the end of, I don't know where it was, where was it Spider-Man where Nick Fury was in up with mm -hmm. all the scrolls? Yeah. Yeah. It, far from home. It, it could be that it revealed that surprise. The first one was a scroll and this is the real black widow. Oh, that would be a slap yep. in the fucking face. I, it'd be a real I mean, kick in the dick for sure. But that's uh, just, I mean, it could, it could be, yeah it could, could yeah you're right it, it could the thing sorry brian go ahead go no ahead. I, I think the only thing i want to add to that is i think that is such a comic book way of bringing her mm -hmm. back and yep. like yeah it kind of takes away the weight of what happens in endgame but at the same time like i'm sure scarlett johansson scarlett johansson has been waiting for this movie since the first avengers For so sure I'm sure she'd be happy to continue playing the role but i don't think we have any news on contracts or anything and maybe nope. it's dependent on how well this movie does or maybe it's maybe it's the one that's in the movie as a scroll and they give the mantle to florence Pugh. Yeah, I, I mean there's I, another yeah. there's like a thousand different ways that you could retroactively do this right um but you're right brian it's either you're right it's either for story or it's for business or both i think i think it leads into spider-man because Spider-Man is in December. True. And I think that the big announcement that you're going to have, because it says that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier timeline is, I think they said six weeks, six, six weeks after. Okay. After Wanda, is it WandaVision or six weeks? Oh, after six weeks after Far From Home. I'm yeah. sorry. It's oh, six wow. weeks after Far From Home. So that's the timeline that's set for these six episodes to hit Disney plus. And then I think if they put this movie out in May, then December Spider-Man is the next biggest movie that is going to hit mm -hmm. yep. things. And we should be back to a fairly normal new normal life come December. Should be. So maybe it sets oh, something yeah. up for Loki. And don't forget Loki in between there yeah, too. That's, Those, right. that's also on yep. there. So it could be any, it could be honestly any fucking yeah. thing, or maybe they just, you know, if I'm thinking compassionately, you know, Maybe they just give a fuck about this character and really want to give her a great that's ending. Possible too. Don't want it to be lowballed. You know what I mean? And maybe they're just trying to do the thing. right thing. Yeah, that's right. fair. That's possible right. too. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I and I think one thing I'll bring up for my wife Maggie and and something that I didn't think about, a dude, and I've I I don't. This isn't something I think about. Um, but she being like she is someone that has always enjoyed female action stars everything from alien to buffy to i mean like you name it like jean gray like you you name it she's enjoyed it and one of the things that she pointed out to me was that she thinks 
you know, one of these other things that we need to consider is like, <laughs> this is a tentpole MCU movie mm-hmm. with a female lead. The mm-hmm. second one, which yep. blows my mind that Captain Marvel barely made it under the wire before Endgame, right? Yep. And so this is the second one. So this is one of these moments where you can have a female character break a lot of these records, mm-hmm. make a big splash, have yeah. that moment. And she's concerned, like, if it does go to streaming, like, it's it, it, it takes away some of that. It's not the same as a theatrical release. You don't... and if it doesn't perform well, it's it, the narrative changes and it's something I haven't thought about. And it's something that did happen with wonder woman, 1984. We talked, and I, that talk, is, I remember that being a conversation with Jessica Jones on Facebook of like, this is a big character, a yep. big female character for a lot of young women who might be looking for that type of role model. Um, not to step on your toes, Brian, but I remember, no, go right being, ahead. I remember that being a conversation and you're absolutely right. It's hard for me to understand what that means based on my identity and my privilege. It's hard for me to, say because all of my leading superheroes are male so it's hard for me not to say i agree so you're absolutely right and that could be a very very good point and maybe it's time for me to just shut the fuck up it is a good point right (laughs) i could could yeah we could and just let it happen but you know there's that so but i I think it's here's the thing here's the the last thing i wanted to add i i think it you bringing this up marcus i think it's wild that disney this huge corporation is like it's just gonna be a game time decision leave (laughs) us alone please i just think that's bizarre it is so weird very strange yeah because this is one of your more notable movies and i think this is i think the pandemic it kind of unveiled a hiccup in Marvel's formula. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the first time they've ever had this issue to be like, oh, fuck, it's not going to go the way that we wanted it to go. How do we how do we make it seem like, ta-da, this is exactly what we wanted. Well, and because, right. I mean, think about it. Up until this point, Marvel's always been able to make their money back. Yeah, always. Because oh, they've had, they've been, they've had, they've had theater, they've had ticket sales. And so maybe they're just they worried about how it's going to be received. And they're mm-hmm. saying, you know, if we're going to take a risk on a movie that we greenlit because we wanted to greenlit light it for whatever reason, we want to at least try to make our money back. And a Marvel movie about a, a Marvel movie about a woman with no powers. Yeah. That changes, That's that a changes, great point, Marcus. You know a what I mean? Superhero like espionage Captain Marvel, movie. Captain Marvel is this, you know, she's Captain Marvel. She has all these powers. She has this cool suit. You're talking about a character who already died, a female lead, <laughs> mm-hmm. and has no powers. Yeah. Like this this context that matters into how well can yeah. this sell. Yeah, for sure. Completely and, agree. And it I mean, like, and the estimate is that the budget was two hundred million dollars. Oh, so like stop. if you're if you're staring at the abyss and you're like, How are we gonna make two hundred mil back mm-hmm. when when maybe theaters maybe they'll be open? Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. It it's the first. It has to be one of the first movies when everybody's vaccinated. So it's the first movie yes. that people will want to see when you go back. So you make that money hand over fist. It's and easy. I think we'll know by May because again, understand the world we live in. The president right. is forecasting that we as a country will be able to go each other's house for barbecues for July Fourth. Right. It could be they say, well, guess what? July Fourth weekend. Black Widow. Oh, honestly, I think Crazy. that's the bet to that's make. That's fucking nuts. I think that's where you put your money. That's mm-hmm. absolutely your balls on the table. I mean, sorry, yeah. this is a male podcast. I'm sorry. No, I mean, <laughs> or your, this is not or your children. uterus. I mean, your lips. 
the, the I don't even know. I don't even I'm not even gonna wade into that. But if they do put it on July 4th, my joke was gonna be this is a movie about a turncoat Russian agent, but celebrate America. Yeah. Um in yeah. Any case, Jesus. Oh that's man. all. That's okay. Doug, <laughs> I think that's the route you go. I think okay. you push it to fourth of July Wait, weekend. Put and your no. lips on the table. Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Come on, Brian. I'm gonna back away from this one. Yeah, just yeah, that's good. Leave that bomb there. Oh, I'm um, getting canceled. I'm out of yeah. here. Thanks, Marcus, for being Woo! a part of Films of Black and White. It was fun while it lasted. Um, <laughs> here's what we got. So let me close this out and give you our last piece of news. Um, our last piece of news is well, Brian. I'll take it there. You know me. You know it's how true. I will. I know, and it's I'm very I'm just, true. I, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, let's talk Mortal Kombat. Yes. So okay. Mortal Kombat is scheduled to come out in about two to three weeks or so. April 16th is the day that it's coming out. Um, there's a lot of hype about it. Um, it's got an R-rated. It's it's R-rated. Um, it's got a lot of different characters um, from everything that the director has said. It's been so fun to do just because it's paying such an honest uh, tribute to the video game series. And um, I know for a lot of fans of the video game series, it feels like it's really making up for those almost so bad they're good style movies from the 90s especially mortal Kombat and annihilation um so there's a lot of makeup for this um but one of the cool things that's coming out is basically they're talking a lot about the fight scenes that are in this particular uh movie um and they are saying that they are all high stakes and that the fight sequences are quote unquote personal or visceral um, and essentially the way that they filmed these um, mm-hmm. is that they are uh, and I'm going to read the full quote, but <laughs> they're going to um, the producer Todd Garner said that Mortal Kombat includes, quote, one of the most bu- brutal fights he has ever seen on film. He describes it as the most violent and insane hand to hand fight he has ever seen. Um, and it's just kind of crazy to think about. So here's kind of a quote um, from from Mr. Gardner. Every single fight in this movie has its own personality, and it's true to not only the game, but also true to the character. I can't tell you who's fighting, but there's one of the most brutal fights I've ever seen on film. And it's one of the most it's the most violent hand to hand insane fight. And it's not who you would expect to have the fight. There's also a beautiful operatic fight, there's swordsmanship. And then you have a moment you've seen in the trailer where Sub-Zero's Sub-Zero freezes Scorpion's blood and stabs him with it that was pretty Uh, dope actually um and so a lot of this is just like the hype train for this i think is kind of flying under the radar just because of where the snyder cut is right now but it makes me genuinely excited to hear about this movie because i'm i i i have i always secretly liked the very first mortal Kombat, like with with goro like that was fun to watch yeah um so i'm excited to see that like modernized um but I'm also a little, I'm almost a little worried that they're leaning too far into the That's gore element of it just a little yeah. bit because oh. there are some like people who said that they worked on set and said that there were days where they left and just basically puked their guts out before they got in the car and drove home. Like that they were just yes that they the were fuck are y'all making that, that some of these fight scenes were so graphic that it made them sick. That's interesting. I hope he. I really hope that that director is not over hyping this because you can over gore the fuck out of it Mm -hmm. and take the make the fight kind of downplay the fight with too much blood and gore and be like i couldn't finish it because i couldn't watch it yeah and and, you know that's a dangerous game to play also to go and hype up your own movie is also a dangerous game to play too 
well, but I'm still excited yeah. to watch it. I mean, the trailer looks good. Some of the CGI was kind of throwing me off, but I'm hoping that that stuff that's just kind of yeah. fixed. I'm also starting to think maybe it's my eyes. Maybe all CGI looks too bad because my eyes is just fucked. So well, that could be it. You have said that about a lot of movies recently. Like, and, yeah, and it they looks all, good, they but that CGI. Yeah, that okay. CGI is sketchy. Actually, let, I know we're talking about Mortal Kombat. No, please. I'm gonna put that over here. Sonya okay. Blade. Please forgive me. I'm coming back. <laughs> The thing with your eyes and TV and CGI, you're not you're not losing it, Marcus. And I actually I dove into this a little bit when I bought my new TV because I upgraded to an LED Mm. and CGI looks totally different on an LED TV. And maybe some of our listeners like hear this, too, or they've they've thought the same thing like, wow, Marcus, like we have the same vibe. And Mm. basically like LED puts out so much energy and like such a crisp picture that our eyes are getting to the point where it's like, that's, that's not real. Like it's such like, oh, sure. getting to such clarity where you're like, my eyes know that's not real. And talking about like the uncanny Valley where it's close to being real, but your brain's like, no, that's fake. Like, Got I it. know that's fake. Like Perkin okay. in rogue one, yeah. same or idea Princess of Leia. like, yeah. that looks human. I know that's not human. And I don't like that. And I can't tell you why. Um, the last thing I'll say about this is like your brain also, I think it's fat. It's a fascinating concept to me. Cause it's like, at what point in our development as humans, did we need to have something in our brain where it's like that, that's, that looks like a human, but it's not. And I know it's not. Yeah. Um, in any that means case, my, not... my body is outdated. I mean, <laughs> I, technology no. just keeps getting advanced and it means my body is going to be to a point where it's outdated and obsolete. No, I mean, and you're fi- you're good. Like your your eyes are probably fine. I mean, obviously, yeah. go to an optometrist if you if you if you're you know like feeling it. But like you're you're probably <laughs> feeling the same thing a lot of people are. Because if you look at the old Lord of the Rings movies, it feels it feels different watching it on LED rather than yeah. LCD oh, or anything shit. else. In any case, yeah, that four K be kind of fucking with me too. But yeah, yeah. Oh but my gosh. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. Like so that I I I think you're probably we're probably gonna see a couple of these, and maybe that's why they felt like they could lean into the gore is because right. maybe we can enjoy it more because we know it's not human well and i feel like the other thing oh, know. perfect segue doug doug is such a good he's so guy. good at this folks look at this guy so and with that i'm really glad that they're just gonna lean into it because both of the other mortal Kombat movies like i'll talk about mortal Kombat and mortal Kombat annihilation i know there was another one i didn't watch it nobody watched it there was another and Essentially, they were PG-13, so basically you got, like, some blood on the nose and some sweat flicking off and, like, some people get punched up real good and maybe they had a bruise over their eye. But that was, like, it. Maybe a sword through somebody, but it was, like, two different cuts, so they it was, cut like, away. less, you know? Yep. I, I, I'm okay with this just being brutal. Like, I'm yeah. okay with that. This is Mortal Kombat. That's that's what the game has always been. I mean, heck, the, in the game, they do an x-ray image of what happens with a finisher. And, like, if you, like, you see what happens right, to yeah. the skeleton, it is unreal. Yeah. Uh, in any case, that's, yeah, that's all I want to I'm, say about Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Bring on the gore. That's fine. I just like hope- Mandela effect a little bit, though. Because yeah. for you to say that the, the movies, those movies were PG-13, at what point did those movies become as violent as we remember them to be for them to then go and become that. That's a good sure. point. Was it just the video games or was it the movie? Just something to sprinkle in there. Sorry, Doug. No, that's very interesting. Yeah. But I mean, you're right though, Brian. I mean, this is a, a video game franchise that has leaned into the ridiculousness of its finishers. Oh, like I remember playing um, 
it was DC versus Mortal Kombat. Oh, that wow. was a good. fun game. That was good. But to watch the Flash just drag somebody's <laughs> face on the ground until it essentially disintegrates. I mean, mm-hmm. it's violent. Don't get me wrong, but it's also ridiculous. Like it's yeah. the silliest thing you've ever seen um, in your life. But it was super, super cool. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. Fun game. Um, That's what all I have for news. Gentlemen, anything else that you all have for news before we close this guy out? No, nah, I'm good. Fantastic. Um, We are super thrilled that you all joined us, but I do want to make sure we do a quick round table of what we are reading and what we are watching. Um, And Marcus, what are you reading? What are you watching? Um, haven't been doing a lot of reading outside of my own school books, sure. um, but, and, and the news and, you know, that kind of stuff like that. So you, yep. know, you gotta stay updated. Um, as far as watching, I, like I said, next week, we're going into the Snyder cut. Um, tomorrow we'll actually be watching it. Um, and, and so for me, uh, I have been watching man of steel. I've watched, um, the extended cut of Batman versus Superman. Um, I am also watching the, the Whedon cut of justice league, also known as justice league. Um, and the, so that's kind of where I am right now. I think I'm even going to watch Watchmen just cause I really want to get into a Zack Snyder bag a little bit before. Sure. We get he so does definitely has really a style. So yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. So for sure. Brian, what are you reading? What are you watching? So I have, I've been finishing books, so I've been feeling good about that. I finished Queen's Gambit uh, via audiobook. That was enjoyable. And then I also, uh, I finished reading an actual book, uh, actually just two days ago, Thrawn Treason, which is a Star Wars expanded universe novel. I can't recommend the Thrawn books enough, whether it's the new canon or the old canon. Just fantastic writing. The finale was not only one fleet battle, but two fleet battles. And for listeners, you know, I'm a big Starfighter nerd. So that was very satisfying. Fantastic. And for what have I been watching? I, like Marcus, I am trying to get in the zone for the Snyder Cut. There's a lot of hype. And my, I will, I will be honest and give credit where credit's due. My wife, Maggie, was like, well, if you're going to talk about Snyder Cut, you need to go back and watch the first movie. Like, this is... Like, obviously yeah, you need is. to do this Maggie i was doing waffling and i was like i'm gonna do this so shout out to my wife maggie so we sat down and watched justice league last night um we did that so i'll leave that there <laughs> we did that <laughs> when we talk about the snyder cut yeah. uh i also watched uh star wars rebels uh Ooh, I, yeah. I, I finished the second season i see why the show gets its hype now mm-hmm. uh the first season feels a lot of figuring out what they're doing with it but then the second season it really feels like they know what they're doing and the finale of the second season was fantastic like i stayed up late on daylight savings time day Ooh. to finish it knowing yeah. i would lose an hour of sleep Bad like, boy it's fine Brian. It's fine. There's lightsabers. It's fine. We're we're gonna be fine here. And then lastly, and this is gonna turn into a promo. I also watched Raya and the Last Dragon via Disney. Oh yeah, Uh, the premiere access and watched it with the kiddos and Maggie as well. And if you want to hear about that, Doug and I will be doing a review uh, for uh, a Patreon episode, and you can sign up for the Patreon if you want to hear about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have not been reading as many like textbooks but i've been not textbooks but like i've been reading um more like comic books and graphic novels so um i have been reading 
um, Marvel's Secret Wars, the series from 2015, which is oh. kind of crazy. And it's really fun. Like, and I didn't read it when it came out. So it's really cool to go back and like get through. You're a um, ride, man. I'm genuinely, I'm on number four of that, of that series. And it's just, it's a lot of fun to read. Um, and then also in kind of preparation for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they oh. did a 2020 run back in March, basically a year ago of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which talks about them pairing up um on a mission just the two of them nice. um, look at you man so so He's trying to just get a little bit prepared um i'm genuinely excited it's fun to read too and those aren't two characters that beyond their mcu versions i know a whole lot about so um it's kind of kind of interesting to go that route i too am preparing for the snyder cut but i am preparing <laughs> in a different way oh, um, i do not know a whole lot about dark side so I am diving into the Marvel, uh, no, the DC Studios animation of some of the Justice League yeah. animations to kind of get more information on like Darkseid and who he is as a character and why he seems to be so like hell bent on Earth as something he has to possess. So very curious on what all that is. Just trying to put it all together um, in a little bit of a unique way. Starts with anti ends in equation. That's oh right. boy. Um, gentlemen, is there anything that you all would like to plug before we close this bitch out? I'm gonna right. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the podcast. I'm, right. I'm just gonna start here. I'm gonna plug I'll the podcast. Continue to listen. Continue to share with your friends. Our big ask is, as Brian mentioned, and as we mentioned at the top of the show, we get some some fire ass content that's coming your way. So make sure that you sign up for the Patreon um, because we got some really cool stuff. We'll also be doing a promo where anybody who signs up for the Patreon will get Ooh. a fancy sticker. So make sure you follow us on social to see what those look like here coming up. Marcus, when is yeah. that Noah store reopening us? What else you got to plug? You never know when that Noah store going to open up, but you got to follow us at uh, underscore underscore the mantra. You know what I mean? Or the mantra underscore underscore. Um, make sure that you are. Oh, he's wearing a Noah shirt. Look at Look this. At oh, he's wearing one of the OG Noah shirts. Oh, too. Wow. We fucked up. Yeah, that's that's fire. I, um, loved it. I love this shirt, by the way. Really? Do you? Yeah, that's it's, so it's my strange favorite. to me. That's so, you know we fucked those shirts up big time. I, we hated those shirts. You know what's funny is I love this shirt so much. I have a picture holding my newborn daughter. That's wearing true. One of shirt. my one Look of my that. favorite pictures. You know yeah. what I mean? That's one of my favorite pictures. That's support right there. Get your friends like Doug Wagner. You know That's what I mean? right. Um, but the Noah store will be opening very soon. We are trying to just get our, you know, get everything together. Um, we're a little bit busy on both sides, but we are going to be back. We're kind of waiting for the weather to kind of heat up so we can sure. do something completely different. Um, new music is coming out. And as always, you know what I mean? Uh, we're not going to tolerate no hatred. Okay. So cut all that shit. Nip that shit in the bud. Love your neighbor. For real, for real. Don't do that shit for a trend. Do that shit because it's the right thing to do. For sure, you know for I mean? sure. Brian, what do you got to plug for us? Yeah, I'm actually, I want to bounce off of that. Uh, we have, we've got good energy here. So again, there's a lot of ways that you can help right now. Uh, the Asian American and Pacific sure. Islander community. Again, you can read, but also if you have funds that are available that you can donate sure. or put to good use, uh, there's a lot of places that you can donate that money. One of the places I'm going to talk about is Asian Americans advancing justice. They are based in Atlanta. Uh, they have a litigation team that advocates for civil rights litigation, as well as other expanded legal protections uh, for their communities that they represent. So if you're looking for a place, if you have the funds and if you are able, that is a great place to check out. 
Um, and so their, their acronym is AAAJ and you can check them out online. Uh, and you can listen to the podcast. I'll also tweet some stuff from our account there too, where you can follow Ooh, them. I love it. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. Well, gentlemen, we have a three-step process to success on this particular podcast. Brian, you have been hyping this up all day. What is our first oh, key to success? Y'all, just just read. Just read. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, uh, Marcus and Doug's wife, Brittany, shared something online uh, from the Rolling Stone, and it was a very long form piece. Oh, it was like fuck. 35 minutes, yeah, yeah. yeah. folks. But that guess what? Fire. That shit's good. And it educated me. If you want to know what it's like to live in South Dakota, read the article. Yes. So just (laughs) like read something. It doesn't need to be a book. Just make it something where you educate yourself or just put yourself Mm -hmm. in somebody else's shoes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Marcus, what is our second step uh, to success? Drink water. Got to drink that water. You know what I mean? Simple as that. It's getting hotter, warmer. Okay. I don't give a fuck that it just snowed out here. Got to drink that water. I don't That's give true. a fuck that the pandemic is over. Because the pan... Hold on. Just because... Just because the fucking pandemic is over don't mean we're going to start this whole not washing our hands and not being clean and not using hand sanitizer and all that other shit, okay? Do that shit so the, another pandemic won't happen. I know it ain't what the... We want the cause of the, of the pandemic initially, but we were nasty. Now yeah. we get a... The whole world got a hard reboot. Let's not be nasty. You know and, what I'm saying? And also, Some just water. real quick, um, thinking that the – I know, Marcus, we joke about the pandemic being over. That's like saying we're at mile <laughs> 25 of a marathon going, we did it. We finished. Yep. 100%. We it. So it, just real quick for everybody listening, no. I know we're all excited because the vaccine <laughs> shit seems really positive, but just pump the brakes. Again, it's like Yo. it's like stopping running at mile twenty-five. We don't we don't necessarily need to do that. And you wouldn't get to mile twenty-five without drinking water. So there you go. That's great plug-in. Listen, either the pandemic is over or we're over the pandemic. Either way, I, I saw all the masks in Walmart on clearance in the back section for a dollar. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a very something. that's a very, very good strange. point. Very um, gentlemen, the last key to success is on this St. Patrick's Day. Go to the store. Grab yourself a little bit of Irish spring and just feel the luck of the Irish. Take all of the snakes out of your ass and just drive them on out of there. Um, Because just like St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland, it's responsible for you to drive the stench out of your ass. Um, I am getting a lot of head nods and shakes on the historical accuracy of that statement. And I don't give a shit. The important message is wash your ass. That's the most important thing that you can do um, for everybody across the board. And like Marcus said, you don't want the next start of the pandemic to be, you know, COVID SARS number 86 to start in your ass and you start spreading that to other people. So just make sure you get up there. And just, I'm fucking killing Brian today. Yo, I'm just absolutely I'm right destroying now. Brian today. So just make sure you wash your ass. It's really important. Read a book, drink some water, wash your ass. We will be back next week a little bit earlier than we usually are. We're going to have an episode drop on Tuesday with all of that beefy Snyder cut oh, man. goodness. Um, so <laughs> make sure that you did you just listen. say beefy? I did. did. Yeah, I did. did. That episode is gonna be oh my gosh, shock full of that beefy Snyder cut goodness, like ravioli. Um, just filled to the brim. Okay, please wrap up the podcast because anyway, so, I can't do this um, shit no more. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, stick with us. 
Um, we <laughs> we I'm love y'all. We'll appreciate y'all, and we'll catch y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>